0: Welcome to Deskmates, your Eurovision podcast. I'm Robbie, I'm your Nouveau Euro host.
1: (laughs) And I'm Ken, and I'm from Old Money slash Eurovision. Old Money, baby. Yeah.
0: So, housekeeping. Yeah, sure. This this is the thing, we've got a few things. Your favorite part of the week. My favorite part of the week, (laughs) housekeeping on the Deskmates podcast. Mm. So, I want to first say a big shout out to Sebastian. Mm-hmm. You don't know who Sebastian is. Uh, so I might. I asked, yeah, that's true. I asked people to, or we asked people, to rate us five stars on Spotify. I'm not an Apple user. I mean, I think people could probably tell that you're the Apple user and I'm the Android user of this pair. Uh, Just from age yeah, and money. <laughs> yeah, and sexuality.
1: <laughs> okay. So...
0: I, I I don't use iTunes, but I had to I had to get into it for something else, and then I found a podcast on there, and a very lovely person named Sebastian left a glowing review, and it was very nice. I send it to you in, yep. in WhatsApp. Uh, so shout out to Sebastian. Thank you, Sebastian. Thank you. So lovely. any any other Apple users, you can rate us there, and you can leave lovely comments, just like Sebastian. Yep. Well, one thing that I have enabled now is directly in Spotify, and I think in Apple, no, just Spotify. <laughs> directly in Spotify, you can if you click onto the uh, episode, you can leave us a question there, mm, so you oh. don't have to email us anymore if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, you can leave it straight there. Anyway, so that was just a shout out. A quick correction from episode ten. Okay, you tried to correct me at the time, but I was so confident in my <laughs> in my wrongness. The Beatles were not in the Jungle Book, but I think this is a I think this is a Mandela effect. I think that some people remember it as they were. But yeah, I've I think the one.
1: long the long story is they were drawn from them. So that's the thing. So that's them. what yeah. people think. Yeah. yeah that's what I tried to tell you but yeah yeah
0: anyway but I I just have a strong memory that it's them mm. but yeah it's not them trust the gate to know the disney and we have received a few viewer questions so we've received a question okay. uh, via email that I want to talk about today and I'm just going to read the email in its full because it's quite funny how it starts yeah hi i guess you can call me danny because i'm so happy that i found you <laughs> <laughs> but the person's
1: <laughs> that's, that's lovely
0: that's a great start <laughs> Uh, yeah, and that's, a, that's a, a reference to this week's uh, Melody Festival. Um, but it's actually from someone called Calais. And he says, my question is, if you were able to steal one feature from San Remo and bring it over to Mellow, what would you choose <laughs> other than high quality music?
1: Oh, I mean, one thing. I mean, I, I would love, of course, the originality of the songs. I mean, they are very much current and... Uh, these kind of things because what they done in San Remo is that they have make everything much younger they managed to get all like the hot current artists in there they managed to I mean revamp it in so many ways but the only thing that's still there is the audience because it's in this big theater and it's it's not at all suited for the event so people are not like they can't fit backstage and the audience pays like I heard somewhere like 20,000 crowns for tickets a week so the people there are like older and not really with the songs at all. So what they are talking about, how can we change the venue and how can we change the audience? What I think people do in Melodifestivalen is they write music for the audience in the arena. It's music to wave balloons to, not Mm. like interesting or current or new or how do I do this interesting. They write something that they know the audience watching Melodifestivalen last year will listen to this year. And I guess that's the whole concept that I would bring to And like concentrate on the songs, concentrate on the artists, don't care about the contest, don't care about the audience, don't care about the viewing numbers mm. because that will come with it.
0: It's very safe in Mellow.
1: It's very safe. It's like, also they don't trust the people to to hear something new. Mm-hmm. They think people want the same things. And I will say people vote for the same things. We will talk about that in, yeah. in a while. Yeah. People vote safe. So in, in in one way they are right, but I don't, I think people, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So a little bit of edge and a little bit of more currentness. Yeah, I think so. I think so. More risks. Take some
1: risks. I would draw it even further and say write the songs for yourself. Write the song that you want to present like as an artist. This is something I do. Don't think that's people... Don't think where it's going to end up on Spotify. I mean, of course, commercial artists have that thought in the back of the head. I don't want it to be too uncommercial either. Yeah. I mean, think about something that you want to do because then you can never lose. It doesn't matter if you end up number six because it will still be your song and it will be doing great. Don't think about all these things that people... This is what... I mean, I've seen so many cases where people mellow... Melo- Melodify? Melo- <laughs> Melodify their music for the contest. Like, they do something outside and then they go there and suddenly it sounds completely different. That's the, It's so stupid. Don't... Mm. And don't underestimate the audience. Mm-hmm. People at home like different things. And we will, yeah. that will, we will have to talk about that in just a while.
0: So you're saying be authentic. Yes. So your first tip from a couple of episodes ago was write a good song. Yeah. And now you're saying write an authentic song. Yeah. So I'm excited for tip three, but we'll get to that mm-hmm. later. Yeah. So hopefully, Kali, uh, that answers your question.
1: Um, it was a very broad answer, but there's so many things that I would like to bring in, but it's hard to just, just Maybe the we mindset can, of it, the whole yeah. context.
0: Maybe we could do a whole episode on how to improve mellow. Oh, yeah, later. sure. Yeah. I
1: can do a podcast about just yeah. that topic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great. So moving on, Melody Festival in week four. Jesus. Yeah. What a week. <laughs> yeah. It, in, in it was a week. In some ways, a very bland week because as you wrote in your article mm. it's just it's on repeat it's the it's the same formula every week but I would say this is for me the most interesting week in terms of what I have to say about the the uh, the acts shoot I'm so interested <laughs> well let's let's go one at a time mm-hmm. let's talk about the two that went straight to the final yep first of all Danny and Dotter. so Danny Danny and doctor mm. uh, so Danny. Yep. Saucy Danny. <laughs> Danny. Danny Saucedo. Danny Saucedo. I want to hear your thoughts first.
1: I mean, it's it's hard to... Two things here that you need to know when you go into this. Danny is like... He's like a... He's like a part... It's like the DNA of Melodifestvalen in some way. He came from Idol, but that's... I mean, he was bigger than Mons when he was in, in Idol. In and then he had like some hits outside before going in to Melodifestivalen. Mm. And first time he was there, it was as a part of a boy band. So he was in a boy band uh, called uh, EMD. And then, then he came back as a solo artist and famously was beaten by Eric Saad and everybody was like thinking that he was going to win. And he brought like the modern dance music into the festival that we haven't had that kind of pop music before. So he was like, Very progressive in that way. And then he came back the year after and it was like all like he was like lightening up. Everything was super modern. Everybody was like, this is his year, he's going to win. And then Euphoria was there. So, of course, he didn't win. And he was famously so angry about this and very unswedish and like how he was handling the defeat. Mm. And then he was away for years. He just wrote something for his then girlfriend for a while. Then he came back uh, during the pandemic And did this Dandi dancer, which... Because he's turned into, like, Swedish, singing more of, like, a soul thing. And that was what he did then. He went to the final. And then, when he comes back now, he said that he's doing it for he's gonna win. So everybody's, like, waiting. What's gonna happen? Like, what's he doing? And then he came back with this, which I think is an okay song. But it's it's quite... It's sounding very much, like, amazing, which was, like, something he did 2012. It's also... He goes away from Swedish, which is what made him huge Mm. lately. Big mistake. And I think... I think it's okay. I get happy with that song. I think it's a good pop song, mm-hmm. but it's not like the one that's going to win this year. But that explains why he obviously went to the final directly, because people love him. He is on a completely different level from the other artists in that heat. Like okay, baggage wise, or what do you want to say? So mm-hmm. it, it really doesn't matter what he does. He now has the record in Mest- Melodifestalen history of going to the final, because this is his fifth time. Like okay. with the uh, uh, like in the group in the beginning, and then is four. Yeah, they he always won like the one that goes to the final. Well, first.
0: we're we're very uh, happy for you, Danny, to to make that record. <laughs> but I I agree in that it's an okay pop song. But more than that, I'm just I'm at this point as a new a nouveau euro <laughs> and certainly new to Melody Festival, and I'm sick of it. It's I- week four. I'm so saturated with average pop songs that yeah, okay, the hook is stuck in my head, but so are 10 others. Like, you know, fricking Snusk is still stuck in my head and that's not a good song. So it doesn't really say much. But what I will say is, yeah, go into English. Big mistake, in my opinion. Mm, And Dandy Dancer... I love it. That hook is still stuck in my head. The visuals were so memorable as well. So talk about staging. He did a Jamiroquai-style moving room, like dance floor, and it was, like, so cool, and it was that felt very current. This is not current. Like you said, it sounds like a song from 2012. I'd go further than that. Two things that make it sound like a song from 2005. One, the song, and it's just, you know, so bland. But the chorus, the hook is, so glad you found me. Mm. But he doesn't say me. He says May. And it's like, <laughs> Justin Timberlake did this. It's going to be May. like, Or maybe that's, that's, maybe that's Swinglish. Maybe he's saying yeah, May as in... I
1: think it could be Swinglish. how we speak. So don't... I'm it's just uh, going to so be quiet you say, uh, now. But yeah, <laughs> I... Before being called at 2005 Justin Timberlake. Oh, I can live with that. Yeah, I mean, being called yeah. worse. Jesus. <laughs> I, might, I might have a Britney.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Double denim. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Mm? So, yeah, I'm so sick. Like, this song came on, and I, I almost felt like, you know, like you've had too many candy on a, on a Saturday. I was <laughs> yeah. like, ugh. Here it is again. Just, yeah, mm. I'm, I'm done.
1: Yeah, for me, it's like, I think it's the house sounds that feel very, like, 2010, 2012, all these things. That, as I said, that he, of course, what he wanted to do is to go back to where he was, when he was huge in the festival. But then this was something new. Mm. And the thing is, it could have felt very retro if everything else hadn't sounded and and used these sounds also. Yeah. Because in one way, I will give him that. He's the original guy doing this kind of music. So if he was the only one coming back with this, it would have felt... But since there are like two of these in, in each hit. Yeah.
0: Eh. Anything else to say about Danny before we no, move on? No, not really. Okay. Having said that, didn't he mug a
1: small girl live on TV? <laughs> yeah, I love that also. <laughs> there was like... I was laughing so hard at that. He's so... He, I think he asked her and she... Get, I think there was a mom next to that girl. Like, give it to him. Give it to him. Yeah. Okay. Like, let's just explain yeah. for,
0: the, for the people who didn't see Melody Festival <laughs> in week four. So he won. And then what they do is the, the winner, after they are announced they win, they start singing their song from the green room and then they move up to the stage slowly. And generally they, you know, shake hands with people, <laughs> <and> <laughs> maybe take a <laughs> selfie on the way up. And he walked past this young girl who was holding like a... a glow stick. A glow stick, like a yeah, wand with... with m- lights in lots of people in the audience had them and she i guess she gestured for him to take it so he did and then he said in swedish to her but in his mic so you could hear it he said can i have this and she said no and he walked away (laughs) with it so yeah it did look to the audience at home like he just stole that from that from that girl
1: but every, everything is fine now. He, uh, the Aftenblot wrote yesterday that the girl got her she stick got back one from back. him. Great. Yep. Yeah. He he
0: returned it, and she's got an anecdote to take to the schoolyard.
1: Yeah, uh, at least her, her mom has anecdote. <laughs> but i guess he's he's popular with anyway. mums yeah every, uh, every age across the world across the board i'd say yeah i mean being there uh, looking at people holding the signs every age groups were like that's that's where they okay. came there
0: yeah yeah fine uh do you think he'll win the whole thing
1: no okay
0: well yeah <laughs> Let's park that there.
1: Um, I, I, that was a very definite no. It's not that definite no. Mm. He is in a year when there's not no... If if we don't get like a that's the song kind of thing, it could be the one who has the biggest audience and he's he's the biggest star there.
0: In terms of name recognition. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fair.
0: Moving on to the other winner mm? that went through in, in the second place, I yeah. guess. And that was Doctor. Yes. So I just will say... Uh, In the time that I've been watching Melody Festival, and Dotter is one of my favorite reoccurring Mm. um, participants, artists. Her song uh, Bulletproof, Mm. where she had the glittery dress on and then they shot lasers at her boobs. Yep. Uh, That was just phenomenal. Uh, The song was, I mean, not just the The laser boobs. The the song was phenomenal. And then she came back two, three years later. Little Tot. With Little Tot, Tot, which was a great song. It was just let down by the name. Little Tot doesn't really <laughs> translate well. I mean, I know there was a touching story behind it. She was pregnant yeah, at the time. It was about and the she picture. called her baby Tater Tot, you know, Something. which is not a particularly well-known brand, I think, in Sweden. That's an American <laughs> no, thing. No, and then she that. shortened it to Tot and called it Little Tot. And I think she tried to explain it in the postcard beforehand, but it was all a bit confusing. But other than that, the song was, was lovely. But it, I, I like that song. I prefer this song. Mm. However, the performance was a little lackluster. Yep. But it was explained by the fact that she has a
1: sore throat. Yeah, she was very sick. I, I actually think they, they had to call somebody in and sing behind the stage. Melanie, that we actually talked about uh, last that. week, who won in Denmark, and she was also the voice of Lia Larsson. <laughs> so she was there. She had to go, but, I mean, not to do this without help otherwise, because she's an excellent singer, mm. but she had no voice. So somebody, and it's allowed, she had to help her like support her in the in the notes that she weren't
0: able to take. Okay. That's really interesting because I watching it when so when they announced she got second place, she also did the thing where she starts from the green room and walks mm-mm, up. Mm-mm. And I was like that looks like playback, yeah. but I guess it was because someone was singing. Could have been
1: background. playback uh, then. Yeah, because I guess it, in been. an extreme scenario. Do you know something? I don't know with these these ex, with, when I do the second one. I have my suspicion that's it been playback several times. Like that they don't have to, because they are you know all the sound things they need to check all the That they are just gonna be like nice and I have no idea. But Interesting. But I once I once saw on a rehearsal saw and Victor win, and suddenly it sounded okay. <laughs> so <laughs> that's when my suspicion grew. <laughs> Yeah. Okay.
0: That's a big giveaway. Mm. Yeah. Great song. Yep, the performance wasn't wasn't the best, but mm. we we know why. This is up there with Cassie Pia from last week in terms of my favorite song so far this mm-hmm. year. But this, I mean, I feel like this was a song written for me. It's yep. it's a you know it's a very nice. I'm agreeing
1: with you. I love that also. Yeah. That was my favorite by far. So yeah. I was like, there were a lot of sad faces when that we went through uh, in the, in the party that I went to. I was not there for once for first time in 18 years. I was at home, so I was at a party. And from my friends also, they wanted something else. But yeah.
0: Shall we talk about what we they can wanted? talk
1: about? Uh, elephant in room.
0: Excellent. Let's talk about Scarlet. Mm-hmm. I have a lot to say. Ah, just shoot. No, I want to hear what, what you, i have to say you have to say first. Um,
1: two things i guess i mean i applaud uh, originality in this contest wherever it comes from i think that's also why people were so taken about it like and in the arena the audience loved it it was like second when they did their audience poll the day before my friends my friends at the party everybody was like oh it's something different i who had heard that song a lot of times during the week since that's my job here i don't think it's i think it's Excellent in parts, but they haven't connected these parts. So I think it has an amazing last thirty seconds. I think it has an amazing hook, uh, instrumental hook. I think a lot of it is shit, actually. Like theatrical. I, I have no nothing against theatrical rock, like Ghost and whatever these kind of things. And I understand that's a genre, but this is not. They were like in the, before. They were like, oh, this is metal. No, that was not metal. But it was guitars, and it was like a performance. It's what you do at Valmans when you serve like a, you serve food and then you sing. That's the kind of artistry <laughs> and people are like going apeshit over this all my the nouveau euro guys in the, in the reddit groups and on facebook my eurovision friend is like how could you not send this it looked amazing yeah it looked amazing but how are we so desperate for something new here right now in middle of Australia? so we, we we take everything right now mm. obviously we don't because it ended up four but i mean the whole hype was there and it's I think it's also because I mean the age groups that loved it was like from thirty to fifty nine so it's like most of my friends up and down, yeah, so yeah, yeah that was where twelves came from, so that's my opinion
0: what's your opinion i'm a, i'm I'm pleasantly surprised because I was going to say basically the same thing, so they said in their postcard beforehand that this is metal, <laughs> and I was like. Let's go, it. let's go. And like, you know, they had, so for the people who didn't watch it and haven't seen them, I recommend checking out Scarlet. They have like makeup on. So one of them looks like uh, Jack Skeleton from uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. And the other one is a just vampire. like a, a vampire or a mm. zombie or whatever. So they said, this is this is metal. And I was like, brilliant, actual metal in Melody Festival. Because as much as I like smash into pieces, that's like Linkin Park. It's like a very soft uh, Sub genre of metal. So I was like, brilliant. These, these these two women look like they know what they're doing. And it starts, and I could not have been more disappointed. <laughs> but let me preface this by saying, I actually kind of like the song. So mm-hmm. everything I say mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. take this with a, you know, it's coming from a place of love. This is not metal. This is musical theater. Yeah. This is Andrew Lloyd Webber yeah. <laughs> writes a rock opera. Yes. This is, this 100%. is. But here's the thing here's the thing. I then, took this disappointment and went to do some research because <laughs> I want to talk about them. I wanted to talk about this and I didn't want to just come in negative. So I checked them out on Spotify. Mm-hmm. They've been putting out singles since 2018. I've never heard of them before, but I, I don't really keep up with, with <laughs> new music these days anyway. So I listened to their top five most played songs. They are a metal act. I don't, I don't know if you can call them a band because I don't think either of them plays the, the, you know, the instruments, but whatever. Mm-hmm. They are, this is They make metal music. Some of their tracks go hard like this is very heavy really good and it's far less theatrical it's far less Andrew Lloyd Webber so yeah they clearly did what you said they wrote a song exactly. not authentic to themselves they wanted to do what they thought would work and it has because the people in the in the arena were going crazy for them and your friends in my mm. age range were obviously going crazy for them mm. but no this is this is not it no. this is this is Ireland
1: yeah, it is. Oh, thank you. I love you so much. Exactly what it is. It's Island. And it's, it's. sorry, it's eight people I'm going to be evil to now, but it's bad songwriting. It's like you have good elements. If you just worked a little bit more about this, you could have connected it better. Yeah. And then you have had the song. And if you had had the song with these visuals and these voices, because they are great, Yeah. this could absolutely be something. What's good with it is, though, now they can come back next year yeah. with a great song Yeah. And I'm so open to that. I Do will. It. I will like love yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do,
0: yeah. Come come back with a song that sounds more like you. Yeah. Although some of the songs are very explicit, I'll say okay. so. Yeah, they do have to family friendly it yeah, a yeah. little bit for like, Melody yeah. Festival. Although they sing in English, so they can swear as much as they want. Yeah. I guess but don't, look, don't look that too much on the show, like they did now. Just be themselves. But you can. Well, this is the other thing: nice thing. The, the, the physicality, the staging. It was musical theatre. I yeah. was like, I'm watching like Les Mis, <laughs> like with the with Eat the, the musical. It's very it's very unfair of me to say this is not metal because clearly metal is a very broad genre and I hate more than anything the gatekeepers that go, This isn't metal and I just did exactly that. But I just mean compared to what they have done, compared to what they could have done, and compared to how they, you know, yep. they, they talked about themselves, it didn't feel very metal. Are you aware of a band called Bring Me the Horizon? No. Okay. That's surprising because they are, more recently, they've become a more mainstream accessible band. They did an album. So they used to be like a purebred death metal band, like very, very heavy. They did an album called Suicide Season, and then they released a companion album called Suicide Season Cut Up, where they gave all of the tracks to house DJs and uh, like dubstep artists, Mm -hmm. and they remixed all the songs. This sounds like that. It's like heavy guitars meets electro dance, And it can work. It really can work. But like you said, it felt like they just did that. They went, here's the medal and here's the electro. And there there was no... Let's connect it with
1: some just meaningless uh, stage acting. Yeah. yeah. Yep, 100%.
0: So I am glad that this didn't go to the final. They're going to go to the second chance round. Mm. I don't want to send this. I don't want to be Ireland. No. But (laughs) as you said, come back next year, the year after. Yep. Now that you've got your name into people's homes around Sweden, come back with... A, an actual heavy, authentic song, and I, I will root for you. I mean, in Swedish, if if possible. They've never done any Swedish
1: songs so far, I could see on Spotify. But yeah, yeah, hundred percent agree. It just uh, yeah, and I, I, I'm I'm was I'm quite amazed that like the Eurovision fans all over Europe were like, how can you not give us this? Like, why is it not in the final? And I'm like, but, but I mean, I, I guess people are so starved for something that doesn't look like Danny or Le Amo, So people take whatever now that's because I mean they could sing. They were great guitars and it looks fabulous. So I sure. mean that's enough for people. Yeah. But we need to have a song also.
0: Yeah. I mean it was a nice palate cleanser from the sickly sweet Danny, I've had my <laughs> overload of pop music to then get this. But again, I just was disappointed that they, they bigged it up to be more than it yeah, was. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think we need to keep beating a dead horse. No <laughs>
1: It's not that yet, though.
0: Now, mm-hmm. there's one other artist song from week four that I would like to talk about. Mm. I th- don't think it's laissez Estefans. It's not Las Estefans. I don't think it's Albin, either. It's not curly, perm hair. <laughs> no, the song that I want to talk about mm-hmm. is Leah Lashon <laughs> Yeah, sure. With a song called 30 Kilometers Per Hour. Yep. Which now... Pitching this at a Swedish audience, they already know everything about this, but Mm. we have to explain for the international audience why there was a song called 30 Kilometres an Hour Mm. in Melody Festival and and what it represents. Let's play a clip of Lea Larsson, 30 Kilometres an Hour, and then we'll explain Mm. what this is. Okay, mm? so that's th- 30 kilometers an hour or 30 koem
1: <laughs> Nobody says that. You understand that? Not in Swedish. Ko, 30 km is not like a thing that you okay. say. Sure. You say kilometers per hour be, yeah, okay. in Swedish also. It might, it might be now. No, it she might be now. Mm?
0: So, where to start with this? Okay.
1: Explain 30 kilometers an hour for yeah.
0: So people. In Sweden, when you turn
1: 16, 15, 16,
0: you're allowed to drive something that they call a tractor, but it's not the tractor that you're thinking of when I say that word. A tractor is, uh, it can be any type of vehicle that has been limited to 30, mile, 30 kilometers an hour. Generally, they are one of two types of vehicles. So they're either very short, stubby looking things that, you know, you can tell from a mile away that is a a tractor. Or they've taken a normal car and they've electronically limited it to 30 kilometers an hour and they have to put a big uh, warning triangle on the back so that you know that it can't go more than 30 kilometers an hour. And there's rules in Sweden about where and when they can't drive, so they can't go on motorways, for example, because obviously they're much faster. Um, Now, there's a whole subculture around this. So kids from whatever it is, 15 or 16, they get these cars, they drive them to car parks outside McDonald's, and they play a very specific type of music that has now been named after the tractor. tractor. So the tractor's name in Swedish is
1: Epa-tractor, and the type of music is called Epa-dunk, (laughs) <laughs> they, do you know where EPA comes from that's like an old department store in Sweden so it's like you call it the Tesco tractor in uh, in uh, in English right. like you you bought like your tractor at Tesco and right. that's like yeah okay. so yeah, yeah. the dunk is, is of course like the beat dunk is a beat yeah. so dunka, dunka. Uh, yeah so uh, Epa-dunk is like a beat to listen to when you drive your car in 30 kilometers an hour, yes. stopping up all the traffic behind you. Yeah.
0: So it's a very bass-heavy, kind of old-sounding, halfway between like techno and yeah, rave sort like of that. thing. And it's, it's a very specific sound. And it, as a subculture, it's been growing, I guess, over the last however many years. Yeah.
1: I think it comes from Norway in the beginning, what they call russe music, which is like what they do before they graduate. They listen to this kind of music and mm. drink. To it. Right, and it comes from like after skis, also like that kind of thing. And now it's started, so it's, it's music to drink, too, right? Basically, yeah, absolutely. Get shit faced, it's, it's not music to
0: sit down with a nice glass of whiskey exactly and really not. listen to the lyrics. Nope, uh, so it's been growing over however long, but in the last couple of years in, in Sweden, it's definitely grown in popularity because now this is the second or third. Epa Dunk track second in, this year,
1: second in in Melody Festival. This yes, year was so, one last year, and was, okay.
0: So yeah, going from one to two. Maybe next year it's yeah. all Epa Dunk.
1: <laughs> but Kęsnuski is like the queen of it. So like she's the biggest artist in yes. the in the genre, and Leah is like the Epa version of Kęsnuski. Yeah. <laughs> she's like the Tesco version of her. Sure, mm-hmm.
0: but she's the one that I'm comfortable talking about. Oh yeah, do So it. we'll talk about this one. So I. I love everything about this. And I'll explain why. Singing is Swedish. Yep. Big tick. Hmm. Culturally relevant. Big tick. Niche enough that it's it's new. This is new. This is the... Okay, Scarlet X is new and different, and, and we're desperate for that. This is new and different enough from your Dannys and your L- Liamo's and your Dotters. This is... If we sent this to Eurovision, it would just... Even though this is the same crappy techno that I shit on Norway for three weeks for for <laughs> almost sending, like, your and your woman shows or whatever. I don't know. There's just something about this that just feels so Swedish. I would be happy to send this song because it's so ridiculous and silly, but at the same time it's not ridiculous and silly for the sake of it, like Windows 95, man. <laughs> this this will be one of the most played songs in Sweden. Yeah. Like, snusk is one of the most played artists. This will be
1: in the charts, right? It's It's second today. After Freikasnuski.
0: Right. So the the two top songs in Sweden right now are
1: Dunk." Yes. So From Melivisdalen. Yeah. We have to And one of them is out and one of them was fourth. Yeah. So it's... They, they have... And Scarlet is five. And uh, Gunilla is fourth on Spotify today. So they have four out of... Can you guess what's the third? Poor Beyonce is stuck <laughs> in between these songs.
0: Well, at least it's not Kanye. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it's... I don't know. I mean... The, it is the biggest genre we have right now in Sweden, so of course it should be in stall and it's sad that it doesn't work better, but I guess it's very specific to the people who likes it, but the people who likes it really, really likes it, as you see, and I think this is the more kid-friendly version. I think the kids adored this one. Yeah,
0: uh, so uh, she, got she got is. the 12 points from the 3 to 9, yep. right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So you get the, when in the second place, they break it down by the age ranges, uh, and so 3 to 9 get 12 points. And of course,
1: still, yeah. in, in when Fröken does it, usually it's Sex about all about sex. So I mean that that's it's yeah. been, been a bit cleaned up in both. Uh, both but this women is the hair. Thing, This is the thing. This is
0: what I love about this song. It's so self-referential. Yep. Like the so the thirty kilometers an hour is the limit for the cars that they're in when they listen to this song. It's like so meta and and circular referential. I I just yeah I don't know anything about her as an
1: artist. Nope. Never never heard of her. And uh, she said in her postcard that she was previously a, a dance... She's an influencer t- on TikTok that made dance move- right. movies. And then the record company said, like, can you sing? And she said, no, I can't sing. And then they started to do... because doesn't you do not You don't know, it doesn't matter. It matter here. So when I heard the first rehearsals, mm, worse than Gunilla. But then they just turned off the mic and let somebody sing behind, and it right. turns out well.
0: You can't do that. In- oh, you can do... we talked about this. You can Absolutely. Do that in- yeah, yeah, okay. As long as you pretend it's her singing. As long as you pretend. And somebody yeah. sings live at the stage. Someone is on the stage. Yes, and they could be in a live. box or exactly. Dalahest. yeah, yep. sure. But I think there'll be more of this next year. Oh, yeah, probably. Okay, so I think we can wrap up Melody Festival in there. Yep. So, moving on.
1: Yeah, I want to, I mean, as I, we talked about last week, this is an intense period. This week that we are recording this podcast, we'll have nine new songs. Wow. Because now the songs are coming that has no contests. It's like, here's this song, here's this song. UK will be released, for, yeah, this, yeah, for yeah. example. Yeah. So I just want to, I mean, even if this has been a big chunk of Meldivstval, and I want to talk about two different songs that turned up, and then we'll save the third one for next uh, episode. Yes. And I will talk a lot about that then. But two of them. Quite quickly. Let's start with Belgium. Let's go to Belgium. And watch it. They just picked their artist very... I think they picked their artist in August last year. Right. So we have known this guy's name uh, since then. Yeah. His name is Musti. He's one of the uh, juries in the Belgian drag race. So mm. if... Yeah. I don't okay. think, yes, you're familiar with that, but for those who are looking at Drag Race, he's one of the judges there.
0: I've told Ken many times that the reason I can't watch Drag Race is because I already have too many hobbies and, and fascinations that I know that Drag Race is the exact sort of television that I would really get into. Yep. And I, I don't have time in my life for any more <laughs> stuff.
1: You will have to during this week because they will show up in Reliefs one.
0: Okay, no, mm-hmm. no, that's fine. I, yeah. Anyway. So before we, before we listen to that, yep. do a little quick recap. Belgium last year... One of my favorite songs of all time, "Because of You" by Gustav. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I I didn't feel very warm about that, but I tend I, I it grew on me yes. over there over the months, and in the end, I was so happy for him. Also, for bringing one of the biggest trends like the ballroom thing into your vision, we see nothing of that in Melodifestival, well, and it's like super hot. Everybody's doing it. Beyonce, Ariana Grande, everybody's doing that. Gustav was the guy who brought it to Eurovision. Mm-hmm. Love him for that.
0: Yeah, I mean, he had a really interesting story. I mean, I know that was last year, but he was uh, like a backing vocalist for, for many years and had been to Eurovision mm. several times and then wrote his own song. I think he wrote it, he said, with his partner, uh, who was his like producer, and he wrote it about his partner, and it was a very empowering, uplifting song, and it was a bop, Mm. An absolute certified banger. And I guess if you can have such a thing in Eurovision songs as growers and showers, mm. it was a grower. Yeah. You, you you didn't like it at first and it really grew on you over time.
1: Yeah, because when I selected it, I thought there were better things that I could select. And I was like, why are they picking this like old thing? But yeah, I, I really, really liked it. And now it's like a huge Eurovision favorite, of course, because it's yeah. one of us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah. And, and Belgium as a country, I mean, they had some very interesting picks through the years i mean they had they they, they have won once in 1986 with sandra kim which is a huge classic okay uh, but they have been struggling a lot during since this millennium but now like this is the f- third year in a row gustav went to the final so they are on a since since the pandemic they've been in the final brilliant so shall we check out musty yep yeah, before the party's over before
0: the party's over i <laughs> got Fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Brilliant. Just to uh, really, just really great. like it also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I yeah, I'm gonna listen to this a lot.
1: They have boosted them up at the f- uh, number five in the odds list for winning, wow. which is great for Belgium. Of yeah, course yeah. they haven't never uh, for a long long time they haven't been. Yeah, there.
0: absolutely. So it's um, great. Did you watch the original series of Queer as Folk? Yeah, he's a blonde guy. From yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's just because yeah. he's got his top. No, off. no, but uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's a
0: bit like him, a, a cross between him and. Uh, did you watch the <laughs> original Flash Gordon movie with <laughs> oh,
1: Queen yeah, yeah, on no, the no, soundtrack? What you mean yeah, that's yeah. even more? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. I think it's, it's. There's a bit of a retro vibe to the video. Yeah. Now, caveat: we're watching the video. Have you heard this live? Uh, no. Okay. Because.
1: Yeah, but th- he's, an, he's an established artist, at least in okay. Belgium, so it's not yeah, like yeah. a newbie. Okay. So sure. he probably will be able to sing it.
0: Because there were some big notes in there. Yep. So yep. let's see how it goes live. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, the video is very striking, very uh, interesting. It's like the male counterpart to uh, the Veronica song. Mm.
1: It's interesting, also that you see the big two trends is, of course, this year. Do you gonna go, go the Lorraine route or do you gonna go the Carry route? Yeah. So you're gonna go like, and then you can interpret it in different ways. You can yeah. be bad or good <laughs> at doing it, yeah. and this is like a good Lorraine. Yes. you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. While I mean, Windows ninety five, mine in my opinion is a bad Carry.
0: <laughs> yes, I I know. Yeah, I know where you're coming from. Mm. I disagree, but I know where you're yeah. coming from. Yeah. Mm. yeah, No, this is great. Absolutely. So brilliant, Thumb- Belgian, well done, from DeskMate.
1: Moving on. San Marino. San Marino. Quickly, I don't want to dwell into San Marino. It's, uh, I mean, the TV show looks like it's basic pop TV from 2000 or something, like when pop TV was very young. They have so many semifinals here, so you don't even know. It's Like, everybody who sends something in has to be there. Right. So they just go on and on. And they're so, I mean, you look at these clips, it's like... It's like you're looking at like mommy's TikTok channel or something. I don't. I don't. It, it, it's super weird. There, there yeah. are so much shit there. Anyway, they also get the leftovers from Sanremo. Uh, San yeah. So there were two of the acts were there with the same songs, which is so weird. The the song they actually competed with and lost in Sanremo are going Could to go it, to San Marino. San Marino. I mean Sanremo, San Marino. Yeah. Let's call the whole thing off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so so weird. So uh, of course the big favorite here was Loredana D'Alberti, who. She so didn't like in, in uh, no. San Sanremo, but that I like, of course. And she really wanted to go to Sweden. When, when she came second now, because she ended up second, she said that, of course, it was Björn Boi who stopped it. She, he had a finger here because he didn't want her to come back yeah. to Sweden. Do You think Björn Bori thinks about you. Yeah, surely. And you think Björn Boy is <laughs> looking at San Marino. And no, you think really. Björn Bori is in but, Sweden. Yeah. He's probably but, living in the Caribbean. So that reject didn't win. Another reject won instead. So in Spain, there's a group called Megara, was competing last year didn't uh, win in in uh, Benidorm fest this year they sent in a song that was rejected it wasn't uh, wasn't a bit so they sent it to San Marino uh, and won amazing uh, and yeah maybe they just paid enough i nobody knows because this is like it's not like you can call in and vote it's a jury yeah. that do all the decisions yeah. so yeah i'm not going to i'm not going to put on any tinfoil foil hats here but yeah this is a rejected song in spanish yeah. that has won in San Marino.
0: Before we listen to it, I'm, just, I'm struggling to even think who they sent last year. The only thing I can think about San Marino is the year that they sent Flo Rida. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. the only memorable thing that they've done recently. Last year,
1: they, they sent, sent... They come absolutely last. There was some called... Oh, the, the band. Yeah, 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 band. yeah, yeah. yeah. Picks, yeah. something. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. I, Picks.
0: I, I yeah, yeah. they were don't, I, don't, You know, the song was okay. And then they did a, they did a live version from a bathroom uh, and they put that on the Eurovision YouTube, I think, and I thought it was pretty good. Like they're an actual band, like they play their instruments. They're talented guys. Yes, just... Peak Jacks. They were called Peak Jacks. Okay. Peak Jacks. Yeah, I don't. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember the song. No, me neither. But uh, so low
1: expectations. Low expectations. Okay. But... Have San Marino ever won? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> they they fight. Uh, they- there was like years and years before they even went into the final, right? Yeah, but now they found—I mean, they found their formula: pick things that been reacted from other countries and make it win. So here are uh, Megara with eleven eleven, or whatever that's in Spanish. <laughs>
0: Okay. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Very, very similar to Scarlet. Yeah. Uh, sure. In that they're doing the oh we're extra look how oh, weird we're we skeletons. are. Oh, we're two skeletons. Yeah, mm. skeletons. They
1: and were actually re- uh, now. I mean, now when I see this, I remember I really liked them last year in Spain. Okay. Actually, I realize now. Mm, yeah. One, one good one there. Uh, what I will say is, th- this is metal. This is like Evanescence,
0: yep. you know, kind of you know girl fronted, you know, metal. This is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, I don't really know. I maybe need to hear the studio version of this, but. Mm. I mean, this is what people want, right? this They want the weird, they want the alternative, they want the islands, they want the scarlet. So, yeah, it's coming from San Marino, your mm-hmm. saviors. And Spain. And Spain,
1: yeah. <laughs> In cooperation yeah. with Benidon first. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I, I don't... It's not a favorite of mine at all. Yeah. It's just too... It, it's... Ugh.
0: Hot take, Ken. Can it win? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can it get out alive from one of the semifinals? <laughs> That's
0: an interesting... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. Well, the thing is... Semifinals this year will be the same as last year, that they're purely televote, right? They're just yep. yeah. Who knows? If if this is what people are saying they want, then mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. And yeah, interesting. I don't really have much more to say. No,
1: I, I don't want to talk more about this either. That's no. why I squeezed it in here in the Melody of Solan episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that feels like a good place to end.
1: It feels excellent to end here.
0: I mean, big, big week, and we've still got more to talk about in the next episode. We have
1: one song to talk about, but I can put you out on a little teaser. Yeah. Yeah. So this one is now second in the odds to win the whole wow. contest. It has been my favorite since December. Wow. I've been holding it in so much to, to, to play it for you, but you have stopped me. So I'm almost exploding. Right. And in the next episode, it will finally happen. We'll finally, unleash.
0: The yourself. beast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait for that. So as always, you can message us on Instagram. You can email us at, Desk Desk mates mates at gmail.com dot com, like Calais did. So thank you for that. You can also on Spotify leave a question directly there and we can see it. And that's all for this week. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Yep. And uh, and take happen. care till next time.
0: Take care until next time.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.